Shaggy Goose Egg Boys, and welcome to Al Pacino's Prison Scene ASMR, where we are eating cold brownies. And today, we will be discussing Tenacious D and the Pink of Destiny. Oh, my teeth. Hey, that's good though, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we should pause so I can eat this. Yeah. No. <laughs> Jake made us brownies, and we're drinking uh, orange grapefruit ahas, which we're oh, not God. sponsored by, but wouldn't mind to be. Hey, uh-huh. Are, I uh-huh. forgot about the caramel glass in there. Yeah. Because I just thought I broke my tooth. Yeah, there's glass in these brownies. Hey. <laughs> it's good, though. You know? Yeah. Hey. What doesn't kill you, bye, Chris. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Oh, this computer's dying. As Kelly Clarkson always said. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay. I'm one American Idol. So, also, Kyle's EP, I've Never Touched a Woman, is coming out next month. Uh, be sure to pre-order that on Spotify. Here's a little listen. Dan, Dan. I don't know why I was making the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I never touched a woman. They've never touched me back. <laughs> he does not need. He does not need. A woman's touch. A woman's touch. He actually needs. Actually needs. A woman's touch. <laughs> oh, that wasn't funny. All right, uh, pick a destiny. I can't do it on my own. That's oh, what you should have done. That's... All right. <laughs> All right, all right, okay, okay, okay. All right, pick a destiny. So, run our email recommendations. That means send us emails, you, you, you goofy goofs, you shaggy goof egg boys. Yeah. Uh, so, Jesus, God. Chris decided that he wanted to do this movie. Yeah, I'll be so honest. I recommended this movie. So, I actually saw this a few years ago, and I did not like it. However, this time I thoroughly enjoyed it, very much so. So much to the point where, where when Tenacious D was playing music, I got goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. wow. They're a great band. Kyle, you got any input? Sorry, I'm <laughs> eating a brownie. I hurt my tooth. Oh, my God. Yeah, see, it happened to me. Oh, that's, that's unsettling. But, um, no, I really like this movie. I'd never seen it before. Um, the only affiliation I had with this movie is uh, the song Master exploder which was on rock band and that was on rock band really it was on rock i mean they took the the, the bad the bad words out so but this will come into my story but uh, mm-hmm. i never played rock band i was i was really really big guitar hero fan oh yeah no i played that too yeah especially during the time uh, i watched this movie oh like, but continue also there's also gonna, salt on top as always i was gonna say we may disagree on this i did not laugh once in the movie really but i still liked it 
I, I like not not once did I even like. If chuckle. I did laugh, it wasn't a whole lot. Yeah. Although I did find it funny. Yeah, that's the thing. It yeah. was like it was funny, but not enough for me to laugh. It's yeah. not. It's not the same that's kind of funny. Now we're like, Impractical Jokers is a. Yeah. Was a laugh out loud. See, okay, and this is where we disagree. Uh, I don't even say I, it. I can't actually laugh out loud to Impractical. Not that I think it's not funny. Don't even it's say just, it. I guess it's just not my kind of. I'm humor. Good. Okay. Which you know this, what my kind of humor is. Yeah. You you know what yeah, my well, YouTube search history TV. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's just say this: my computer's fully charged and yours isn't. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. Ooh. Starting podcast. Who are you texting? He's texting. Uh, chill. Deshaun, uh, he was on the podcast last time. I don't know why I got so close to the mic for that. Mm. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, that's, that's what it's like to be inside my mouth. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah. <laughs> um, Are we gonna get started? Um, I feel like I feel like we've killed a lot of. Well, time. well, okay. So what it's I was gonna say, but before we get into this, no, um, five. So it is Father's Day while we were recording. Oh, this. I was going to say that, and, and and I just got uh, back from hanging with my dad. Uh, in the spirit of uh, Father's Day, I'd like to shout out my dad because um, the first time I watched this, and, and and it was the last time that I watched this movie before I had to watch it for the podcast. Uh, I was in third grade, and I watched it with my dad. My dad's the one who showed it to me, and I was really really into uh, Guitar Hero. And all the stuff that my dad was into at the time. Well, well, when he was a teenager. And it was like ACDC and Black Sabbath and all that. Which, by the way, speaking of my grandfather, um, I have a, he was, he was, he was growing up around that time, yep. the 70s. And he had a, he had the record. <laughs> oh. He had the Harvest Gold record. And for the longest time, I did not think Neil Young was rock and roll. Neil I Young. never listened to Neil Young. Dude. I only listened which to him means later that he's in life, not. which when he was Neil Old. Who's that again? Anyway, yeah, but it, it's weird because he's like he's like a guy on a guitar and that's it. Yeah, but weird. like whenever I listen to it, I'm like rock and roll. Oh yeah. So I agree. Metallica. Well, there's a, there's my dad was super rock and rock So and Metallica roll, was the big thing I was into. Like like I was listening. It was the earliest thing that I listened to. Like I was I'd be in the car seat. And I just knew like every song on the Black and Album by heart. That's how it was a Weird Al. Yeah, which I I came to learn who Weird Al was on my own. UHF um, is a bad movie. Hmm. UHF is a good movie. No, it's not. It's a good bad movie. No. Okay. Anyway, about this movie. Sorry. Which is a good good movie, even though the box office would say otherwise, which is why it's a cult classic. Um. Honestly, I think this movie has given me a lot of inspiration. I think that this is the kind of movie that I want to make. Okay, and I'm going to talk about that specifically after after this recap. I read a quote from Jack Black saying that... Um, the is reason, this the quote you Googled? No, saying that the, the reason that uh, the movie didn't do well is because all the people who it was meant for were too high to go out and see <laughs> it in theater. And, and that's, abs- that's probably true because like it... It gained a huge cult following, but mainly around stoners. Yeah. I think we watched the same interview, actually. I just read it. Like, I, um, I, I was just, like, looking up, like, the behind the scenes. So, anyways, go ahead, Chris. Topher. All right. <sighs> well, right before I go into this recap, I'm going to give a little uh, disclaimer. I know in previous recaps, I have been 
uh, slightly offensive, and <laughs> I, I so apologize. We for have that. a hold, let me let me stop you there. Yeah. This will be the last time I interrupt you for the entirety okay. of the recap. Okay. Okay. We yeah. have a uh, rule in our group. <laughs> we have we have a rule in our group. If you preface something, then it no longer becomes offensive. And yeah. I feel like that's what Chris is doing I'm right now. I'm <laughs> prefacing this entire... No, 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 no. So, this entire uh, recap, if he says anything bad, is a joke. Yes, it is a joke. But as also, I'm going to say <laughs> that uh, as far as the cursing, I know some of our viewers are not cool with that. So, um, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it like, and I know some of my me? family listen to this, so Dude. I'm gonna keep it strictly to where, if it is said in the film, like like if it's a curse word, then I will say it. So with that being said, <clears throat> fuck. A long ass fucking time ago, in a land called Kickapoo, there lived a black family, but not just a black family, the black family, the family of Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It gets worse from here. <laughs> uh, the The film starts out with um, Jack Black singing about his childhood, and we see a young Jack Black who looks. By the way, the actor they choose he looks looks exactly like a young. Jack I thought Black. it was like some sort of like deep relative CGI, or something. Yeah. Well, I thought it was like a relative or something. But um. <laughs> As long as fucking time ago. Oh, what was that about interrupting? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm singing quietly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, we see Jack, Black, Jack Black's family uh, gathered around the dinner table, and a young Jack Black comes in to serenade him uh, about a song about him fucking a dragon and killing it. And uh, his father, Meatloaf, doesn't really like that very much, and so he takes out his belt and uh, starts giving him a good old ass whooping, like in the good old days, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's like, hey, I can't sit anymore. Hey, you're my son. And uh, because you're my son, I'm going to protect you by uh, forcing you to not chase your dreams and just kind of shitting on everything that you like. So he tears down all of his rock and roll posters and he grounds them and he goes out the door where we see the only poster that he hasn't taken down, which is a poster of the man, Dio. 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 And, uh, you know, naturally, uh, because he's heartbroken, young Jack Black starts to pray to Dio. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that was... <laughs> like the, the burp equivalent of a show. Oh, ew, I just... <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> that was awful. Yeah. What was in there? I smell, I smell meatloaf. <laughs> no, there's pork in there somewhere. No, no, no I smell toast. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he starts praying to Dio, and he's like, hey, I'm sad. I want to pursue my dreams, but I can't do it when I'm stuck here with my family who doesn't want me to do so. So Dio comes to life, and he's like, hey, JB, I love you, man. And here's what you should do. You should go on to, to Hollywood and pursue your dreams there. There is prophesied that you will meet your counterpart, and with him, you will form the world's most awesome band and so right there jack black starts on his journey to find hollywood but he gets a little confused because there's other hollywoods in america but when he's like in his you know early to mid 20s he finally makes it to the hollywood in los angeles the city of fallen angels there he meets a uh a large man with uh jesus locks playing an acoustic guitar as beautifully as Kyle, but mm. if Kyle was really good. <laughs> hey! I'll have you know, you're right. 
And uh, he's blown away by this. And he's like, hey, man, I'm JB. I just rolled into town. I'd like to be your friend. And he's like, hey, how about you just stand over there? And so he starts playing some Beethoven. And then JB jumps in with his vocals. And they are vibing, man, dude. It's, it's like the planets have aligned. And uh, a pizza guy hears them. And he's like, hey, guys, you're really good. What's your band? And and Kyle Gass, who, by the way, is, is the guy who can play the guitar very well. And he's like, hey, I'm not in the band. They call me, they call me KG Soul Man 5000. That aims to keep that way. And so he walks off and Jack Black's like, oh, man, he's so cool. But he, but he uh, dropped his pick with his initials on it. And Jack Black keeps that. Later on that night, because he's homeless, he just rolled into Los Angeles, the brutal streets of Los Angeles. He sleeps on a park bench. And uh, then he gets jumped by a group of people who are cosplaying as the dudes from Clockwork Orange. And uh, <laughs> also, I don't know why. Oh, I know why. Specifically. I know okay, why. Okay, okay. Anyway, Kyle knows. Which I've never seen that movie. Oh, really? So anyway, yeah, it's, haven't. It's, a, it's. I know it's rough, which is why it, I haven't seen it. Yeah. It's the kind of rough that I can't handle. Yeah, I, I watched it, and I, I didn't. I. It was a good movie. I did not enjoy it. It, yeah anyway we'll get into that later um so anyway he gets jumped by these guys and uh kg is walking across the street and he sees this and he's like oh man i should uh hide and so he hides and watches them and uh you know they start beating them up and then i forget why they leave but eventually they leave and then um they, they like run off and and kg like comes in he's like hey yeah you better run acting like you beat him up and and jab black looks at him and he's like oh you're my savior and kg sees the pick and he's like oh, okay this kid could be my uh servant and so he takes him to his um his studio apartment and he's like yeah you can crash here also i'm working on an album and jack black's like oh can i be on it and he's like yeah maybe if you're cool enough and do all my laundry and clean the apartment and so he does that for a bit and in cleaning the apartment jack black sees uh a check for two hundred dollars and he's like hey what's this it, it says uh love you honey on it and he's like oh no it's nothing and so anyway, they begin their, uh, KG says, if you want to be a rocker, you got to do rock and roll training. And so the rock and roll training includes a, uh, it includes a simulation of a rock and roll show where he, you know, rigs up bottles and everything to smash on them. And he like yells boo and stuff. And in, during this uh, time, Jack Black, uh, hears like, boo uh, get off the stage and he sees all these dummies and he starts picturing meatloaf's head on it and then this is where we see that he has some uh father issues some like attachment issues and then he curls up and and in, into a fetal position and starts to cry and Kyle gas is like oh man this is too much and he starts to actually care for jack black and he's like hey man you're good you're a good guy and then we get uh, a voicemail by Kyle Gass's mom, which, which uh, would exposes, actually be, a, oh, be a, it would be a voice female. Yeah, female voice. Uh, we hear we it, it's now um, exposed that Kyle Gass is not a rocker. Uh, his mommy has been paying his rent, and his mommy sent a voicemail that Jack Black's here that Jack Black hears that hey, uh, fifteen years is enough. Uh, you know you're on your own now. And so Jack Black is like, what, you lied to me? He gets all mad, and he's like, dude, screw you, man. 
and KG starts packing, but then he's like, I mean, we got to leave because I spent the rent. I spent the rent on this, and he takes out a uh, guitar case with a bow on it, and Jack Black opens it, and he sees this beautiful acoustic guitar with his initials on it, and it's awesome. And he's like, you know what? Maybe we can make this work. So they decide to pay the rent by going to an open mic night. And uh, they write a song about uh, their band, about like you know how they met and how they're going to blow your socks off. And uh, it's pretty good. It's all right. It's all right. But the manager of the bar is like, hey, you know what? If you want to win the competition next week, uh, you really got to write some new material. So they go home to start writing some new material. Uh, they try it for a bit. And, you know, Kyle Gass, you know, kind of fucks up a little bit and things just don't work. They're very flustered. And they're like, man, how are we going to make a good song? And so they look at like all these Time magazines and stuff. And they see that, like, I think it's like Jimi Hendrix and like other like, uh, musicians uh like like rock musicians have the same pick on the uh on the cover of the magazines and it is what will be the pick of destiny so they go over and they try to they try to find the pick at this um music store where we see ben stiller who produced the movie uh he's like oh man what you seek is the pick of destiny it was it was created by this uh by this um black magician from like the medieval times and it was taken from from satan's tooth that was like chipped out by a blacksmith and and he like formed it into a pick to repay the blacksmith so that he can play the lute and get all the bitches and so um and so that's how the the pick of destiny has has like come in into play and then and the legend of the pick of destiny is that if you have it, then you're basically a master of the guitar. Like you, you can be as big as the greats like Dio and Black Sabbath and all of that. So they're like, okay, where's the pick of destiny? Well, it's at the rock and roll hall of fame museum. And so they're like, okay, we need to break in to the rock and roll hall of fame museum. So they decide to go over there and on their way over there, they stop at this diner and where uh Cal gas meets a bunch of questionably, uh, possibly underage sorority girls and he's like hey i want some poontang and jack black's no we need to stay on the mission and jack black also meets this really weird guy who tried to get the pick once and he's like yeah it's dangerous over there i lost my leg <laughs> and and but but he was that the guy who played andy dufresne from uh he looked familiar he, he looked like the from um um morgan freeman uh, they're in jail what am I thinking of? Oh, it he he does look like. Uh, oh God, what am uh, Shawshank Redemption? There you go. Thank you, Jesus. He played in that. Well, yeah. The well, I'm saying that that guy looked like oh, the okay. lead guy. I'm gonna look that up. Okay, while you're doing that. Well, anyway, so uh, Kyle's talking to the girls, and That's me and JB is talking to uh, the the weird dude with with the crutches, and he's like, "Look." Here's here's a little hint of how you can get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame museum. There are two air vents on the top. And is it not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? No, sorry, no. I made a face at Jake. Oh, okay. What's, what's... I, I just did this. <laughs> Which and, is really funny for JB's audio listeners. Like, hey, Kyle, I know how to get into the Hall of Fame. And and Kyle's like, nah, man, I'm too horny. I want to go bang these sorority chicks. Yo, and it's he's actually like, me. And he's like, what do you want? Do you want success or do you want titties? And Kyle lifts up his shirt and he's like titties. And so, fair enough. The divide, they divide. Bum, bum, bum. And uh, and um, 
Jack Black, he he goes he goes off on foot. He goes into the woods and he's he's pursuing he's pursuing his dreams. He's going yeah. to the museum. Tim Robbins. And uh, sorry. On his way on his way through the forest, he gets really hungry and he starts eating some mushrooms. And then he hallucinates. And this is really important. He hallucinates Sasquatch, who is J.C. Riley, by the way. Is that not his name? The dude who was in Step Brothers. John C. John C. Riley. I mean, Riley. you were right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, he hallucinates Sasquatch, and he hallucinates himself as a baby Sasquatch, and he sings a goofy song about him being his his daddy and protecting him, which speaks back to you know him having daddy issues. We'll get into that later. Um, meanwhile, Kyle Gas. Sorry. <laughs> meanwhile, Kyle Gas is at the sorority party. <laughs> And uh, the the way he's like wooed these girls is by telling them that he's in a rock and roll band and he's kind of a big deal. And so they're like, oh, cool, someone famous. So they're like, hey, how about you like play your music for the party? And so he does. He plays a song that he wrote with Jack, but it's not it doesn't go well. Because he because, only plays his because parts. he because he only plays his parts. He only knows his parts, and they're good as a duo. Oh, yes, fucking time ago. Yeah. And so he gets I'm laughed fine. at. And he's like, you know what, I, I, I've, I've, I've goofed up. I need to go find my buddy. And so he goes to find his buddy who my is bucko. in the, who is in the. He, well, well, sorry, 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 sorry. He goes over to to the museum, and Jack Black finds the museum uh, himself, and he storms the gates. He uh, makes it to the to the vent on the roof, and he climbs down it, and he gets a radio call from uh, Kyle, and he's like, hey, man, I'm here. They meet in the they meet in the vents, and meanwhile, the guards are stoned out of their minds, and uh, they're dangerous because they're stoned, and they have guns, and so anyway, uh, Kyle and Jack Black, they finally make it to the uh, area of the museum that has the pick of destiny. And so they climb up and get it and they get the pick, but then they make a huge mess and they sound the alarms and they have to storm out the gate. And then all the guards like come up and start firing at him wildly and the, and the security door is about to close, but then they power slide their way through it. And so they make it, they, they haul ass over to the, uh, to the open mic night, uh, because it's, you know, within like 12 hours, it's open mic night and, uh, they get stopped by a cop and Jack's like, Hey, just be cool. And Kyle's like, okay, I'm cool. And then Kyle floors it. And then, uh, we have a very, um, what is it? Blues brothers. Uh, it's the first blues brothers. It's very much like the chase scene at, at the end of blues brothers. Yeah. Blues uh, brothers. If yeah, you've heard. Yeah. If you've ever seen it seen uh blues brothers yeah if you've seen drake and josh then you know yeah if you've seen uh the jonas brothers movie is there uh, a jonas brothers movie I'm no but sure. there is a big time rush movie in case you'll have yeah seen that. is yeah. there not a jonas brothers movie I thought there was uh uh, uh oh, camp rock that's uh, what i'm thinking of. Oh, okay no you're thinking about lemonade anyway Mouth. so uh <laughs> they have a like an awesome you know chasing jack, jack black like wrote a song <laughs> for it and so anyway it's we not time. They finally make it to the open mic. And they're arguing about who should use the pick. And in their arguing, they're they're like jerking him back and forth. Uh, I should have used a different verb there. And and a bit Get on. <laughs> and then the pick breaks. And it's like, oh no. Oh no. Are we gonna... Oh, 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 I also didn't oh, yeah. uh, say this. Um Sorry, I'm backtracking. Sorry, I'm backtracking a little bit. Uh, 
It goes to the beginning. <laughs> Let me start over. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, no. When time ago, <laughs> the the pick podcast. was guarded by lasers, and so Jack Black goes through the like. Yeah, I cannot leave this out. Jack Black like makes it through the lasers. Oh, and and <laughs> and to push the button. He has to push it with his dick. I did not like that scene I, at all because you could see the exact outline. I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I, I mean, that was the one that they got a chuckle out of me. Oh yeah, uh, I'll say that. Yeah. Well, anyway, so anyway, back to where we are now at the end. Uh, Kyle Gas says, "Wait a minute." <laughs> the pick broke. The pick broke. Yeah, the pick broke, and he was like, "Oh no, what are we gonna do?" Like we've we've gone through so much trouble for this. We've been through so much shit. Yeah. And I've deactivated lasers with my dick. And um and the uh the manager is like out of character, very nice to them and encouraging. He's like, Hey guys, it's not about the pick, it's about the band. Go in there and just and just do what you guys do. Be be tenacious D and they're like, you know what, you're right. So I go in. Tenacious the, D isn't a place, it's a people. And the manager picks <laughs> up the pick, and the manager starts laughing, <clears throat> and bucks. then he turns into Satan. He was Satan this whole time. Maybe not this whole time, but he is now. And um, and uh, the, the pick forms into his tooth, and now he is complete. And then <sighs> Jack Black and Kyle Gass, they come back in. They're like, uh, maybe, maybe both of us can use both parts of the pick. And they're like, oh, shit, no, Satan. And Satan's like, ah, I'm complete. I'm going to rule the world now. And it's all thanks to you guys. I'm starting with you. And Jack's like, wait, 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 you motherfucker. I can't sing. And so uh, they basically... Make a deal with the devil. Goodly bad. <laughs> they they make a deal with the devil. They uh, enter in a rock off, and the stakes are that if they win, the devil leaves uh, Earth alone, and he has to pay their rent. That's funny. The and last girl I was with, I uh, entered a rock off with her. <laughs> they're gonna say you paid her rent. I don't understand what you meant by that. <laughs> uh, I don't either. Keep going. And anyway. Um, and the devil's like, okay, yeah, but if I win, then uh, I get to I, I get to have sex with uh, Kyle and eternally yes. in hell. Yeah, uh, Kyle, Kyle Petrock, and <laughs> <laughs> and so they have a rock off. Uh, by the way, Satan is Dave Grohl in this movie. Yes, and uh, so naturally. Satan's part is like awesome. Like he he naturally he, it's an it's an it, well because Satan's awesome because he's Dave Grohl and also Satan and uh it you know it's an amazing rock song and so uh the tenacious D they start like coming up with an amazing acoustic jam and it's awesome but then Satan's like ah you guys suck and then he shoots a laser beam at Kyle and and then Jack Black through the power of friendship blocks him with his acoustic guitar that Kyle gifted him and reflects the ray onto his horn. The horn breaks. He is no longer complete. And then Jack Black takes the horn and then chants him back to hell. And they rock the concert and they go back and they smoke the bong of destiny, which is a bong made out of Satan's horn. And they start making awesome tunes. The end. An hour later. I'm sorry. We're now done with the uh, three fifteen p.m. Recap. Recap. We're done with it now. All right, I'll let you go first, uh, Chris. What's this movie about? Friendship. 
Solid answer. Solid answer. Kyle? Me? Uh, I, I don't know if it's uh, a story or if it's supposed to be an allusion to a specific story, but I think it's just about having, it's the story of religious experience mm. and mm. Uh, specifically how that makes one complete. You know, it's funny just because like the, the, the script I'm writing right now for my practicum is turning into the same kind of thing. Mm. Like, like it is. It's actually called said. Tenacious D, the pick of destiny too. Yeah, actually. Yeah. <laughs> No, but yeah, like uh, tenacious double D. I, I I didn't mean for it to be, but now it's about like not directly, but yeah, like you said, a religious experience mm. and, and being whole after that, which I I think is 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 potentially problematic, at least just the way that they go about it here with like the idea of the pick being the one thing that can make them good. Mm-hmm. And relying yeah. solely on that, and then never having like a uh, redemption, maybe or a realization that they don't need the pick, because yeah. because yes, they don't use the pick, but they do use the bong of destiny right before they play music. Do they do it before or after? Before they I say, do not remember them doing that. I do. I watched this yesterday, so... Okay. Wait, they use, like, a bong? No, they use the bong of Destiny in the last scene. Yeah. Right before... They started recording their album. Yeah, Yeah, but they still... Right, but they still performed that show, did they not? No, they didn't. They walked away. Oh, Oh, okay. Okay, well, then I'm wrong. Yeah, then I understand what you're saying. Yeah. I wasn't entirely sure if they did go on or if they... No, they they walked away. Okay. They never went back inside. Uh, So I think that's potentially problematic. No, yeah. but I also think it's one of those things where it's mm, like... I don't think so. <sighs> Why? Okay, well, the reason I say it is... First off, they couldn't because the manager was dead. Yeah, but Jake, Jake, say yeah. specifically explain why it's problematic and then Chris... It's problematic because it's, suggest- it, it, it's suggesting the idea of relying on some supernatural being or thing to... Uh, Make yourself the best, maybe like the bong, right, or yeah. the pick. Okay, and then and then they never come around to not using that because mm-hmm. they do use that at the end of the last shot of the film. Yeah. They use it. Yeah, and 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 it's not that I don't disagree with that, but I think that like supernatural element aside, it's more the um, the tool that they use. Like the pick can only be used by one of them, and they fought over that at the end. But the bong is more of a way of how they've always, like, you know, congregated and, and collaborated. No, and I agree. And I think and, that that can play a part to your mm-hmm. friendship thing. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's that's all I was saying. Is that it, it went from them, like, pursuing uh, fame and, and glory it, to them just, like, writing music because it's what they love to do and it's because they just just the the broship with with each other and like the the passion for their art making music together it is what defeated the devil in the end right it's the passion for each other that, that defeated the devil in the end and in real life is what like uh like kick-started their career because tenacious d was a thing since like the, the 90s, yeah. no, the late 80s. Oh, really? Yeah. 
I did not know that. Yeah, middle eighties. I thought it was like if I'm 90, not mistaken, ninety three. I thought two thousand one was their first album. It was, it was, but yeah. they were a band way longer before that. Their first studio recorded album was in two thousand one, and and Dave Grohl did the drums to all of that. But it was always just them. They That's were cool. they were a duo, and and Dave Grohl and their connections in in Los Angeles, um, gave them the tools to record their studio album and and, yeah. and be bigger. But had they not stuck together for that decade of just nothing and shitty gigs, you know, we wouldn't we probably wouldn't even have Jack the Jack Black that we have now. Wouldn't have Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, well, I mean, because Jack Black's career didn't really get big until... I'm the big fat panda. Until around the turn of the century. Um, Well, you know, he was in in, uh, NeverEnding Story 3. Yeah. Well, when did that movie come out? I have no idea. Like, early. I didn't even know there was a third one. It's bad. I remember the second one being really weird, but I haven't seen those in God knows how long. The only good one is the first one. Which High Fidelity is the movie that, like, really gave him recognition. 1994. Oh. But, yeah, so I think there's a lot of, uh, that we can say about specifically father issues Mm -hmm. um, and how that plays into the religious idea of God uh, being the father and the the issue that you have there on top of the issue with his actual father and trying to prove oneself to both at the same time. And I think this movie... Talk, uh, shows a lot of that. I yeah, say. I think there's something there, and I think uh, how how funny is it that we're recording this on Father's Day? Yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I just I just thought about but, that. But the other thing, I know, I know, Chris, you talked about Sasquatch, mm-hmm. but also well, Dio, like Sassy Squatch. Mm-hmm. Hey, well, it's just any <laughs> like it's any in in even even in Kyle because Kyle is also in real life like a, a little bit a good bit older than him he's just looking for someone to look up to no I, who yeah I, I completely right. agree who will support what he does I completely agree but but Dio also calls him son mm-hmm. yeah well you which, know why that is Dio is Italian for God I did not know that and, that's and, the Google search that changed the the meaning for me see here. Dio was, was also from a, I know he was in Black Sabbath. I think he was the bassist, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so so but see he praised Dio at the beginning and then yeah. God tells him to go to Hollywood and that's how this whole thing starts. So what did you think this was about before? Uh, I didn't know. Like I, I really didn't I just assumed it was kind of uh something along I knew it had to do with some sort of religious experience because there's a lot of things for like they go up the stairway to heaven, you know, to get the pick. Guitar you know? Oh, yeah. The guitar yeah. way to heaven. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and, and all that stuff. Which there's a lot of... And I knew there was, like, religious stuff. Because what I really like is at the beginning, the entire house is gray. It's, like, neutral toned. And Dude, the only, I, I the was only, gonna... The only color there is, like, the rock and roll posters. Is, is black. Even what they're wearing, too. Yeah. Is black. And it's all know, black. There's some red. Very, 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 very small hints of red. Yeah, and it's like then, classic rock. And like, then the colors. door closes, and the poster of Dio is like all it red. Pops, yeah, yeah. yeah. So really interesting. But yeah. I, I also, upon that, I also kind of thought that maybe it was about not what's unconformity, nonconformity, nonconformity. Is that the? What do you mean? I, I don't know. Going against the grain is just what I would say. I don't know a single word. Nonconformity. I was also thinking about that too because of initially that that color blend but also um 
So when uh, Jables first meets Kyle Gass, he he's uh, Kyle is playing, and uh, Jack Black says, "Don't you know a genius when you see one?" And everybody kind of walks away except the pizza guy, yeah. who who would play a pivotal part. And I think it's interesting that the one guy who stayed was the pizza guy. And now now that that can just be you know. Oh well, this is a stoner comedy, possibly, and the pizza guy's a stoner, yeah. stereotypically. So why not that guy stay? But also at the same time, it's like he's the only one that did recognize the genius. Yeah, and he's the one that goes against the grain. Yeah, I mean, there there's certainly a lot because anytime you have a stoner movie, it's always, you know, generally speaking, it's these two people who or friends through their mutual love of going against the system. Yeah. Um, and w- whether that takes place in like something as massive as, a, you know, corporate espionage or, 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 or something, so- something along the lines of, Dang, he's thirsty you know, boy. he's like, Hey, I'm just going to smoke this weed with you. And then we'll do this together. All right. Everyone wants to, Get up and go get an eye. Hey, look, the, the, brown, the brownie was salty, man. You did nice. It wasn't that salty. It, well, it was it was around the, the, the end of eating it. <laughs> okay, but I mean, basically, what I was going to say is like all stoner movies are kind of the same, but this one I think st- sticks out because yeah, it's a you know I don't know if you classify it as a musical, but it has musical numbers in it. Yeah, um, yeah. and also the fact that it does have this kind of religious overtone to it. Uh, and I think it is an overtone because I mm. I think you'd have to be like crazy to not watch this and go, oh, clearly this is something about man's relation to the divine. Yeah. Right. And yeah. I think Jack Black's family is like, you know, that ultra fundamentalist, you know, you know, uh, don't, don't do anything. But what we say here in the letter of the law, Bible reader kind of thing. Whereas Jack Blacks sees the ultimate, he, he sees the divine in music, which, which is completely ironic. And this goes back to the, the second, uh, oh, what's it called? The second Jerusalem council. What is it called? The Nicene council. Is that what it is? Where, Basically where, where Paul was like, Hey, you don't got to cut your pee pee off. To that's, be. The, that's the first Jerusalem council. Okay. Then okay. that one. Yeah. Um, it's ironic that that parallel there because the the ones who were like, yeah, you got to cut your pee pee off, were the were the ones farthest from God. And I think it's somewhat yeah. the same here is that the Jack Black's parents, and more specifically, everyone else, if we're to take it take it take it like that, is farthest from whatever divine entity, God yeah. that you want to call it. Well, I, a, a big reason. I mean, there are a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons that Christianity formed was because there was such a, specifically after the exile of the Jews uh, by um, King Nebuchadnezzar, when they came back under Cyprus, um, they had their land restored. And, and it's like really one of the only times in history that's ever happened. Like a people were removed from their land and then given it back. That's kind of crazy. But they got back. And so the question was, well, what now? And a lot of post-exile uh, Jews looked back at their history because all the history books were written during the exile. Uh, no, like uh, first, first, second Kings, Chronicles, all that stuff wasn't written 
during when it was happening. It was written during the exile in the five hundred in five hundred like BC, some somewhere in that time. Um, and what's what's interesting is that when they came back, they were basically like, "Well, okay." Um, Clearly, what happened before was that we weren't following the law close enough, and that's why God punished us. And so from there, you get the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and they come together, and they essentially like, what is written in the law, in the letter of the law, you follow it explicitly to the point of like, if you do something on a on a Saturday, you're on the Sabbath, you know, like... You're going to hell. Yeah, you, yeah like yeah. you would be beaten. Because they're like, no, 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 don't do that. Because if you do that, we're going to lose our land again. You know, that was kind of the idea behind that. During that early, you know, uh, I don't know what you call like third to third, third century BC, like Judaism, like that, that, that kind of area. The reason I'm saying this is that because a lot of fundamentalists have the same kind of argument where it's like, if it does not say explicitly in the letter of the Bible, um, then you, you can't do it it's bad, it's terrible, you cannot do it, it's unholy. Um, and it's, that's kind of a wild argument, because if you would read the Bible, you'd see that's exactly what Jesus was there to preach against. Um, it's not that he was... Jesus never said that the law was bad. He just said that there are certain... Uh, that the, the law was written for a people at a certain time, and it is okay for it to be updated uh and you can pull you can abstract from the law what the common set is and then you can act without that law uh that's kind of what jesus did there so and that's what jack black did and that's what jack black did if you rearrange the letters of jack black they spell jesus (laughs) jesus christ yeah (laughs) um something i think is another interesting um oh well speaking of fatherhood still um when he's getting pelted glasses and bottles and stuff yeah um jack black like collapses and he and he says something super profound do you remember what he says i forgot he goes he goes i was not a mistake yeah oh yeah 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 which is crazy because in that like in kung fu panda (laughs) yeah there are no accidents yeah, this movie well, predicted I mean, Kung Fu Panda. It, it, it's it's crazy. <laughs> it because, is no, it is Kung Fu Panda. Like in that musical number, when when uh, his when Daddy Meatloaf is beating him, he tells him that uh, because you know it's Meatloaf. No, I know, but, but yeah, Daddy Meatloaf. Daddy Meatloaf. That's what I want my kids to call me. <laughs> Daddy Meatloaf. Yeah, yeah. He says like, "Why were you ever born?" And and your your brother is ten times better. He didn't pull up, dumbass. Jesus loves you more. Jesus loves him more. Yeah. And and then he goes on to tell him that it's it's not me like bashing you that's that's the problem. It's the music you listen to. You need to stop listening to the music and then you'll love me more and be a better person. Yeah, which like, is kind of <laughs> which is which is kind of wild to me because I I see a lot of times people have similar stories about their parents, you oh, know. Yeah. But, they they you know their parents are like, "Oh, you know, they were super like fundamentalist in whatever aspect, not maybe not even a religious aspect or specifically a Christian aspect, but it's like my parents wouldn't let me do anything because they were afraid that I'd be tempted. Yeah. And my first thought is, well, did your parents not raise you properly? Why are they so insecure? Because I understand that, you know, when kids are growing up, you need to you need to foster them there and shape their ideals, obviously. But when your kid reaches a certain certain age and that could be whatever age that they seem to be mentally capable, 
um, you have to pull back and let them fail. Yeah. Um, because and, well, and, again, as Ugwe says, failure is the best with Yoda. I think Ugwe also says it. Because it's like failure you, is the best teacher. You can yeah. shelter them from anything. And they'll probably be a good kid while they're like in your house. But once they're on their own yeah. and they go out and pursue all these things without, because they, they've never experienced them and they're without any kind of guidance, usually they just fall like flat on their face with no safety net. Well, and, and I've seen that just in my personal experience. Mm-hmm. I, I've seen that in a lot of people because you know, we're, we all go to college together and, um, I've seen that a lot of kids, you know, they, they grow up and they have super strict parents. Um, Mm. They don't let them do anything. They don't allow their kids to make mistakes. Mm. Um, And then when they go to college, you know, their, their kid becomes a mistake in, in a certain aspect. And I, and I think if you're, at least if you're going from a certain moral ideal, they, they make lots of mistakes and they don't have Mm. any, they have no knowledge to draw from in their own experience and how to act because you have limited that. And I think if you were a good parent, um, you would have taught your kid um, how to act and trusted them to do so. And if they fail, they fail. But that's that's all that they that's all that you can do is allow that. Um, so I have a family member right now. Uh, oh, got it. Uh, not okay. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't want to say anything. But it's like I have a family yeah. member right now. It's like we can I, I or at least I can already tell. It's like it's going to be the same thing with them. And uh, they had somewhat strict parents, and it's like once they leave the nest, it's it's going to be a mm-hmm. bad few years before yeah. they learn. And and it's and I hate that because that mm-hmm. you know, but they were never given any chances to make mistakes. Well, oh, sorry, no, no, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so that's an interesting thing to bring up when you consider uh, JB's parent. Just in the world of the movie, I don't know how much. I know some of this is based on truth. I don't know how much is accurate with like KG and and, and the real Jack Black's uh, parenting. But in the movie, um, like the difference between how KG was brought up and and his parents still supporting them even when he's like well in his 30s and jack black just on being on his own all his life yeah but and, but it, it's interesting because they because they kind of end up in the same place but yeah but jay but jack black especially it, it's weird because like uh midway through the movie when he finds out that uh Kyle is just a bust. It's like they immediately flip, oh flip roles. They yeah. immediately flip roles. Yeah, which I obviously yeah. I think I think that's the beginning of, of Jack Black's redemption or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. arc. But Jack Black is like maybe not the most responsible person, but he's way more responsible than than Kyle. I mean, well, I, he's, I, I would say he's determined. He has yeah, a purpose. Yeah. Or, I think the, I think the difference I would say that I think he is more responsible. But I think I think he's not as mature. Yeah, definitely. So, so yeah. I don't know how to articulate the difference in that. But mm-hmm. I think that in my mind, well, he's, that's he's how naive. I, yeah, yeah. How I'm viewing it. But the world, the world. I I think by the by the end of it, he at least lessens his naivety because the world beats more of that into him. Mm-hmm. Beats more. I don't know if you would say common sense, but experience into him, and that lessens that at the very least. What I'd be interested though is in that scene, uh, Godzilla versus Kong like like the one way back starts playing and that theme music kind of 
merges into the scene. It becomes diegetic within the fight. Well, what scene are you talking about? When uh, he's doing the dishes and he sees the check and the voicemail. Oh. oh. And they have that fight. Sorry, you said Godzilla yeah, versus Kong, I like, and I was thinking, you, I thought you were talking about the movie. No, no, no. Well, no I, I'm talking about the old movie. Yeah. It plays yeah, okay. on the TV. I, 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 okay, I got you. Okay. In that Sorry. scene. I, I, I'm I was curious for a second. as to what that means. I don't have any idea. but Yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I really didn't take mm-hmm. note of that other than the fact that it was like two big monsters about to fight each other. That is really interesting, though, because that's sort of what happens. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, but I wonder if there's something I know, else I beyond that. No, I do too. I just like I said, I didn't give it any second thought beyond the like I said that they're about to fight. Oh, well, see, that's what I do because like I look fight. at everything that may not matter, yeah. and I'm like, hey, yeah. that matters. Yeah. Where'd you guys bring the actual substance? I'm just like, hey, Godzilla played. <laughs> yeah. Speaking that was of, really interesting. Um, the guitar has all the symbols for coexist on it. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna. I didn't know exactly what to make of that, other than the fact that it was represent. It was representative when he when he starts to use it. Yeah. Of a fully integrated person, mm. um, and again because it's more of a spiritual aspect of a movie. Now I, hmm, I don't know how to say this without sounding bad. I don't. I don't necessarily think you have to follow every single world religion to become a fully integrated person, but I do think that's what that was trying to say. Because his name was at the top of it, right? You you go up the uh, the neck of the guitar, and it had like the Christian symbol, the uh, Jewish symbol, like you know, the, all the way up through yeah. all the Eastern yeah, religions, yeah. yeah. And then at the very top was his name. And I think when he uses that at the very end to deflect Satan, mm-hmm. to deflect the evil of the world, he's using it's something about integration. And like I said, it's it's coming compl- becoming complete, which is a parallel to Satan. Who is also trying to become complete? Um, Everybody just wants to be complete, man. Yeah, and that's that, what this movie's about. That, that's yeah, yeah. That's what everybody I mean, just wants the, to be at complete. the ending with yeah, the man. pick versus the, the journey of the life. bong. Like the, the, the pick is the pick. Like gives you success, gives you completion. The pick that makes you complete becomes broken. Yeah, and you have to. Yo, there it is. Yeah, you the, have to what. You have to make your own completion. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I, uh, to talk about master but, debate. But hey, 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 he's, he's not wrong, though, because what he just said really sounded like a stoner thought, which is where I was going into. Yo. Like, the pig versus the bomb. You have it's to make your own completion. It's not necessarily what it is. You gotta it's just kind of. Perth, you got to text that. I'm, I'm, gonna te- I'm the master of my own completion. <laughs> just without context. <laughs> she goes, What? <laughs> I master completion every night. <laughs> Kyle wants to. My wife's not here in this episode, by not the way. You, Kyle. <laughs> not you, Kyle. Oh, Kyle I thought you meant me because this is, yeah. But anyway, no, back to what I was saying. Um, you, You're talking about like Satan wanting to be complete and that being like, you know, parallel to the evil of the world. It, mm-hmm. it basically like, them pursuing the pick, um, even though they come together when they get the pick, when it comes time for them to be on stage, it leads to corruption of the band. Yeah. And uh, but when they defeat the evil and they accept themselves, they get the bong, which just gives them 
it, it gives them sort of this sort of like congregation between each other. Not condoning uh, the weeds. No, yeah, but, we're, we're we're definitely anti that. But but yeah. it's it's not yeah, it's not really talking about necessarily yeah. the weed. It's just talking about like yeah, being friends and, yeah, well, and making the, it's, art. It's the activity that you do yeah. with your friends, right? It's yeah. you know. Yeah, whatever. That's what you, this is, you I mean, do you yeah. do things with your friends to achieve completion together. <laughs> Beautifully worded. Beautifully. <laughs> sometimes worded. in a square. Wait, so, wait, wait, what are we doing after this? <laughs> so, sometimes in a square. Sometimes a triangle. Sometimes a circle. Whatever yeah. shape. Yeah. You want. So I um I did want to talk about because I I hinted at this during Chris's uh uh. uh Ow. <laughs> he tried to crush the can on his head. <laughs> no, he just went, aha. He just went, <laughs> he went aha. Uh, I hinted at this during Ow. Chris's uh, opening bit uh, about the clockwork orange, right? So, Singing yeah. it in the so rain. That, uh, that movie is about like, it's about a terrible, terrible human being who does awful, terrible things and he gets arrested. He goes to jail um, and uh I've read he, the whole summary on Wikipedia. Yeah, so he, he gets arrested, he goes to jail, and um, when he when he's there at jail, they the government does like an experimental procedure on him, which basically makes it to where he can't commit obscene acts anymore. And well, it became it makes him completely defenseless, right? Because he just becomes a weak person. He has no willpower at all because of this uh, almost neuter, almost neutering, and. Um, <laughs> At the at the very end of this, basically, he like commits suicide. Um, but Spoilers. then, oh, yeah. well, no, he doesn't. He doesn't actually Spoilers. do it because the person forces him to commit suicide. It's a whole big thing. And any anywho, the moral question at the center of that movie that was two weeks ago Kyle. is forcing someone to be good, and is it better to let them choose to be bad? Right. So it's the question of like mm. free will. Is it better for what the f- what the hell did you say to me, right earlier? Like literally, like when I was in the middle of this. What the fuck did you say to me? I've already forgot. <laughs> me too. You said something about last. Oh, week. oh, you said you said you said something about who was it? I said that was two weeks ago. Shut! I hate you. <laughs> that, like, <laughs> did that throw you off? Yeah, well, yeah, because I was I, didn't middle, I was in the middle of a sentence and I was trying to like process what you were saying, and I was like, "What? Shut the fuck up!" Yeah, so, isn't it awful when he? Yeah, I know. It's the worst because I'm in the middle of trying to articulate something and Jake's like, <laughs> you, you guys know, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, we did that, did that movie. Hey, I'm Jake. I offer substance while someone else is talking. Hey, you wouldn't be here without me, all right? I, um, I don't like you. Are you so, God? Yes. Okay. Anyways. I am Shrek and Shrek is God. Uh, but you what I do like want to say, thank you. No, hey, you. hey, 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 you know whose favorite movie is Shrek? Let him continue, please. <laughs> huh? No. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's okay, because by the time this comes out, that would have already happened. Okay. So, well, anyway, oh. I read I, I read uh. <laughs> on Velocipastory, read your email about free will. So yeah. you don't but, have to go into that. Cause well, no, I was just going to say, like, is it better... Is it better to force everybody to be good or let them choose to be bad? That's the question Clockwork mm. Orange raises. And that's interesting because when Jack Black is attacked, he's attacked by people who 
it's a it's a clear like clockwork oh, orange reference and so gotcha. that to me is like an more of an undertone under this entire movie right because his family was trying to force like him to be good whereas he chooses whether whether he can be bad or good himself yeah and that's what i was trying to get at but jake was being a dumbass and interrupting me and be like, that, we already read your email. And then you completely misinterpreted it. Oh, that just means God can do whatever he wants. No, that's not what the email said. I didn't say that. Yeah, but you he knows. Well, yes. I talked what about you that said one. about Clockwork Orange, that that is really interesting now that I know that. Because I was really confused by why oh, they decided to do that Clockwork Orange Oh, yeah, Orange me too. Thing. That's why I had to like really and, think about dang, it. Yeah. Now we have to do Godzilla now. But that gives that immediately no, gives this in this the one that plays in this. Oh, okay. That immediately gives this film like so much more meaning. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, and like like I said, that's why I thought it was interesting to bring up. But you know, yeah. if you're Jake, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank you for the brownies, Jake. Are you sure you hey. didn't put anything in them? Because I'm feeling weird. No. Yeah, he put glass in it. I'm pretty sure that's what meth looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, we need to cook. Hey, Jesse. Okay, but there's, there is there is one thing I want to more that I want to put on before we start wrapping up. Um, yeah. so wrap it. Walkie talkie. <laughs> walkie talkie. All right. Do every, while Jake is saying this, I'm going to interrupt him as much as the I song can. will be here soon. What or, studio? Sorry, sh- sh- uh, uh, chill. Uh, chill. Sil- Silencio. By the way, Chill isn't collective. It's not him. His name is Arshnik. <laughs> his his rap funny. name. At least that's what he told me. Right. <laughs> was, dude, dude, I love Chris. That was so much unneeded information, and he kept going. <laughs> and everyone was like, "Okay." Anyway, what studio produced this film? Studio. You know what's pretty cool about studios? We have a studio that we're we do stuff in that studio. It's pretty. Have you ever seen Nickelodeon Studios? Now it looks like an adult studio. Studio. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm playing Jake. Okay. I thought you were playing me because sorry, it went sorry. on for go, a while go, go ahead. and it didn't go ahead, amount Jake. to anything. Do that again. Do that again. Go ahead, Jake. No, don't yeah. do my fingers. Uh, <laughs> my bingies. Who? What studio produced this film? Was it Fox? No. No, no it wasn't It Fox. was New Line Cinema. Oh, oh yeah, that's yeah. right. And they yeah. did Free Willy. No, but they also did one of my most vivid no, memories. But they also did. <laughs> <laughs> one of my most vivid memories is the New Line Cinema logo. Yeah. Right before the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film. That's very strange. <laughs> why? Why is? Why, don't blow it over here. <laughs> Where am I going with this? You yeah, ask. Yeah. Speaking of going, I was in my car and I was going in the car. Continue, Jake. You took a shit in your car? Yeah. I'm going to cut out the part that you said. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, yeah it was produced by New Line Studios, mm-hmm. who, which, which made Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. After <clears throat> Jack Black and Kyle Gass leave the Rock and Roll History Museum, mm-hmm. they go into a sewer. Neat. Not yeah. only that, but it is almost identical to the shot that we see the first time the turtles go into the sewer yeah that's all All i'm saying is i think i'm having a heart attack hold on (laughs) are you okay no i just got i'm getting like a weird like it's not where your heart is no i know that but it it hurts yeah well it's meth so okay 
Anyway, but yeah. So my theory is, yeah, that that guy. That's just a theory. A film theory. And cut. <laughs> Sorry. Continue. They take place in the same universe. Okay. TMNT and this movie? Yeah. I feel like they Dude. take place in an alternate dimension, and Jack Black in that dimension is Michelangelo. No. Who are you calling? My dad. Why? Why yeah. am I calling my dad? Well, it's Father's, it's Day. Father's Day. Hey, let's call our dads at the same time. At the same time? Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. If he picks up. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going I'm to do it because then he's going to feel obligated to listen to this, and I said a bad word earlier, so I'm... If my dad doesn't pick it, I'm going to call my mom. And then she should be able to go, put on dad. Your dad doesn't let you say bad words? No, it's not It's not that he doesn't let me. It's just that he's not a big fan of it, you know? Hi, this is Trey oh. Barrier. Sorry. All right, I'm going to call my mom now. Okay. this is. I got to get him on the podcast. Also known as Female Daddy. I do not like that. <laughs> I, I really didn't like that. <laughs> How much of this are you going to keep in? <laughs> All of it. The last yeah. bit? Yeah. That's exciting for our viewers. Just and if and if my mom out. doesn't pick it, I'm going to call my brother. Hey, Kyle, you and I should do something entertaining for the viewers. Okay. Um, well, they're not viewers. I got so. I, for the I, listeners. I got to play Spider-Man Miles Morales and on, on uh, the PS5. On the PS5, yeah. yeah, it was it was pretty fun. Oh, I have that. We should. Oh well, I guess we gotta drop your uh, address. God in the podcast. Yeah. So that everybody. Fifteen forty-one. Hey, PlayStation Five. Yeah. So. You know what would be really cool for all of our shaggy egg goose dumbasses <laughs> is, a, is a, if if you guys want to uh, create your own like podcast, just let me know your favorite social security number. <laughs> your favorite and what? and, and they they, re- they give you yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my um, I don't know if I should say this, but my social security number has a funny number in it. Don't say it. Hey, where are you? I won't say where, though. Huh? Where's Dad? I'm Todd. Can you go give your phone to him, please? Uh, oh, you're on the podcast. Do you want to say something? You're on the podcast, apparently. <laughs> Who's Hefe? That's my brother. Oh, I I didn't. I swear to God, I didn't know you had a family. <laughs> Do you want to say something? You're on the podcast. Say hello. Hello. All right. Thanks. Go, go get, get. Go get Dad. I need Dad. Go get Dad. What are we going to ask him? No, 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 no. I need him right now. You need you right now. Get it. You're on the podcast. Say hello. Hello. This is my father. Hi. Uh, do you, let me see if you get this, Father. A long ass fucking time ago in a land called Kickapoo. Do you get that? Do you know what that is? Uh, I'd have to think about that for a moment. Alright, it's today. Oh, uh, do you, what's another line? Uh, they lived a humble family, religious through and through. But nay, there was a black sheep, and he knew just what to do. My name is Jack Black. That's, okay. Is that the most, is that the greatest song in the world? Uh no no it's not but it, but, but that is the right band but it is the right band. Oh, okay. And what movie did that band make? The only movie they made. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure. I'll give you a hint. The first two words are tenacious D. That movie. 
and the pick of destiny. It's Tenacious D and the pick of destiny. Have you seen that? This was really entertaining for no. everybody. Okay, well, I should have called, put you on the podcast since it's Father's Day. So, happy Father's Day. All right. This is my gift to you. Have you told him about that yet? Today? What? Have you told him happy Father's Day yet? No. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, that was it. All right, bye. Love bye. you. Bye. Bye. Your dad's that cool. That was so like. He lets you say bad words. Do yeah. him. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing. He also sounds like way younger. Here's the thing, Jake, and I don't mean to be a jerk, but that was not fun. I thought it was <laughs> fun. It was, it was entertaining. It was a lot of waiting. It was. No, That's fine. I, no, I, I, I was, I was just trying to say like a good epic one-liner. And you know what? You know how? You know how? You, you know how you were like? I can't yeah, look at Chris for more than that 15 was funny. Seconds. Yeah, that one-liner wasn't funny. So. Hey, you know what is funny? My mom. <laughs> that mom, I, I apologize. No way, bro. That that's just way too good. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else <laughs> is the master of completion? <laughs> My mom. Oh, no, that's disgusting. Hey, you sick freak. You guys know what voice I can do. Oh. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, because he was a father on Yo, the I show. Love, I love... <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he tried to be a father. Oh, no, I was going to say that. <laughs> that's, about as, that's, that's about as problematic as it gets. He took it too farther. <laughs> Father. Took it to father. <laughs> what well, he has some kind of like famous like stand up routine with like chocolate cake. No, he was well. He Which, was standing up. Oh they no! Were. Oh yeah, no. The chocolate cake. That is great. Hey, he made his chocolate cake. Hey, find none of that funny. Bill Cosby himself. Ooh, that's have a I... special that it was on? That that's actually really funny. Really? But Why is Bill Cosby? If you watch funny? it more than once. I'm yeah. trying to think of what I've ever John seen. John Mulaney is always fun. Like like the sitcom. Kevin Hart. Was, Kevin Hart. Hart. Have Nick Kroll. His... Have you seen? Have you seen? <clears throat> oh hello. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Have you seen uh, Kevin Hart's like stand up stuff? I've I've seen like bits and pieces of some of them. There's one um, bit where he talks about his like cursing his out his teacher. teacher. Yeah, that, I know. That's, that's the I've seen that so many times. Bit. Have like, you all seen? I know. Uh, I know it's like overplayed, but like yeah. when I saw it the first time, my cousin shout out cousin who won't listen. Um, Come out, Grant. Yes, <laughs> uh, he means the Grant. The, the podcast yeah, the, has yeah, been given yeah, the, for the, yeah. the, the Grant for uh, my, stupidity. Well, it's not like, really a Grant; it's more like it's, a warrant it's, because of the shit I say. But <laughs> sorry, no, continue. Um, no, I lost my. Have you Have you all seen Have you all seen Donald Glover's Weirdo? That's good. Uh, um, but also, my favorite is Tom Segura. My favorite growing Tom up. Tom Segura, is that a Claire's brother? Yeah. Wait, why the, Why are we talking about this? My favorite growing yeah, whoa, up. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> my favorite That's growing up. I, I, I swear to God, I thought I forgot we were recording. <laughs> my favorite growing up was Gabriel Iglesias. Okay. Oh, yeah. and, and now it's Boba. So here's, here's it, our... Here's not because our... of Inside, because I've been... Right. Chris has never heard of I, him until Inside. Dude, I was a huge fan of him since... White woman's Instagram. Instagram. No, I was like, a huge fan hey, of who's Bill, who, who's Bill Burr? Yo, inside is the thing ever made. Anyway, all right, that's uh, what we're gonna do. Hey, uh, eat, uh, tweet us. I burped. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, call me Kyle Gas. Hey. hey. <laughs> Sean I've been waiting for that a, the entire a freestyle. Hey, is he walking up? Well, he was. He's supposed to be soon, but he was wow, wrong. wow. Well, we're I still mean, talking. We could, I was gonna say, I was like, at the very least. Well, we uh, can... No, we could do something. You have the guitar, and there's a oh, guitar over there. Wait, 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 we're not there. Yet. We're not there. Yet. We're not there. Yet. I'm not gonna play that guitar. No, I'll play it. Okay. Give it. Bring it to me, please. <laughs> really happy. Um. Yeah, that's what you get when you drink two. Aha. Here, give me that one. No, I want. The, I want the acoustic. One. Okay, okay, okay. All right, tweet us. No, no, no play it back in. Is it plugged in? Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So tweet. I. I. Hold on, Kyle. Just a second. Oh. Oh, this is hard to do. There were... uh, sorry, I'm just tuning real quick. <laughs> oh, wait. Ew, that is not in tune. Anyway, tweet us. Tweet us. This is the longest episode at, ever. At... Oh. Yo, that sounds like a modest mouse. Tweet, tweet us, us at, a bunch at of guitar noises. Tweet, <laughs> tweet us at Pacino Pod on Twitter. Follow Jake and myself and Chris on Instagram. Chris posts daily. I don't, yeah, I need to post more. You haven't posted anything from your wedding, like at all. I'm going to. I'm just saying, like, yeah. you need to hop on that train. I know. I everybody just, forgets. I'm, I'm, I'm bad at like social media. Yeah. Um. Uh, what's your favorite stand-up is? No, yeah, email us at pacinopodcast at gmail.com a, a video of you playing an instrument, guitar preferably. Um, and ready or not, there was a couple explosions in this, right? Uh, there was a song there, about there, there was one legit explosion where a dude's uh, head exploded and it was a master explosion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I did not mean, do not mean to blow your mind. To blow your mind. Mm. Da, da, da. That shit happened to me every time. Yeah. Jake has neighbors. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We don't care anymore. All right, are ready? Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. All right. All right, play us out. Hold up, wait, wait. Just in case we need to break into anything. One, two. Wait, let me turn this down a little bit. Where's the gain at? <laughs> it's up here. I turned it down. Okay, ready? Go. One, two, one, two, three, four. This is the, it's a really good movie. It's about two guys getting stoned and being best friends and making a journey to the fucking road because they need to get the pick of destiny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They need to get the pick of destiny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Not the toothpick of dentistry. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They need to get the pick of destiny. <laughs> Alright, let me fade him out. Let me fade him out. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, music. I wanted to end it with that. Well, too late. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Stone sauerkraut. Oh, shit. Stone sauerkraut. Yeah, I wanted to fade <laughs>
the worst episode that we did. No, it wasn't that bad. 